1: That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, this is Mark Striegel. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal podcast about Ten years ago when I started this podcast, one of the first guys I ever interviewed was Michael Amit. Here we are almost ten years later. He's back on the show. And uh, you just played heavy Montreal, Michael, with Arch Enemy. Well, I, I thought did. I thought you brought the house down. The best crowd response of the day, for sure. I'm not just kissing your ass, too. That's a fact.
0: No, we've been told that, yeah. I mean, I was checking. It seems like we had a bigger crowd than most bands today on that stage. You so, did. Um, you did. So, yeah, it's fantastic support. We're very excited, and it's... Hometown gig for our lead singer Lisa, and it's a good feeling.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it was cool to hear her talking French to the audience. Yeah, I have no (laughs) idea what she was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Me me, me neither. Um, You're out on the Summer Slaughter Tour, and that's a very diverse bunch of bands on that tour. Is the audience accepting the diversity?
0: Uh, I'm not entirely sure about that. You know, we have our fans that would probably never get into some of the other bands on the bill and vice versa, you know, um, uh, it's not really uh, a, like a really metal tour, you know, I don't know really know what, the, how to define what some of the other bands are playing, it's like from a different scene, you know, but right. it's, it's kind of diverse, like you said, yeah, and we're obviously Arch Enemy is much more heavily rooted in traditional metal thrash and heavy metal with, mix, you know, some death metal elements in there as well, so it's kind of really a different thing.
1: Right, right, right on. And we're Eternal, um, over a year old at this point. Are you already thinking about new music or is that still a ways off?
0: Thinking about it, you know, I mean, well, there are bits and pieces of new music on our phones and stuff. We wrote something backstage in Taiwan that's particularly fantastic. Really uh, cool. Yeah, and then we, uh, you know, stuff on the bus. We got these travel guitars. We got guitars on the bus backstage, hotel rooms. Right. wherever you know and we just mess up. you know I'm having a great time with our new guitar player uh, Jeff Loomis yeah. and uh, just jamming on stuff and I've written a couple of songs that I demoed with our drummer when we had a break at home recently that might end up being like you know real songs for our Enemy but you know it, it's kind of just fragments you know it's bits and pieces and uh, I think we'll be looking at that more carefully next year
1: You know, Arch Enemy through the years has had kind of uh, an evolving lineup of people in and out of the band. You're the one consistent. uh, You know, Charlie's been there a while, but you've been there since the beginning. Do you envision this lineup staying solid for a while? How are you feeling about the current lineup?
0: I hope so. I always hope that, you know. It feels like now we have a really good chemistry and everybody's very dedicated and realistic and uh, just... Not afraid to go out there and get their hands dirty and do the work that's needed, and and um, yeah, it feels great right now. The atmosphere is fantastic, Good. on stage and off stage, which is the ladder is probably more important actually. Yeah, you know, it's just we travel a lot. You know, when we go out on the road, when we release a new album with Arch Enemy, we're fortunate enough to have a worldwide fan base. Where it takes us about two years to go around the world sure. a couple a few times and play yeah. in front of everybody that wants to see us, and that's. Uh, a very that's a fantastic position to be in as a band but at the same time it takes its toll and you, it, you can really that's where you, that's the true test isn't it if it's gonna work out between people when you shove them in a in a tour bus or a, or any kind of you know tight environment
1: like that it's interesting right but we're having a great time good Good. Now you're a Dean guitar guy. You have numerous signature models with Dean. Yeah. Uh, which uh, I wanted to ask you about another Dean guitar guy. I actually did a, a bunch of stuff with him uh, this summer, Michael Angelo Batio. Are you familiar with Michael at all?
0: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And and just such a unorthodox style of playing. Are are you a fan of his playing?
0: I don't really know his playing that well, to be honest. Right. I've se- I don't think I've ever seen him play. I know he had a band Nitro in the eighties, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, no, I'm not really... Uh, I haven't really followed it. Uh, I'm not really a fan of like hyper shredding yeah. guitar playing. I'm more, uh, more a melodic guy. My favorites are Michael Schenker and uh, those kind of things. Yeah, more melodic stuff. And I try to put that into the context of the thrash death approach. You know, I grew, right. I grew up also with Megadeth, Slayer, uh, Early Metallica. That's kind of where I started playing, but also with UFO and Scorpions is probably my favorite band of all time, and Scorpions and Black Sabbath. Right on. know. so I just write, I like a lot of melody and solid riff, like quality guitar parts. I'm not really, like if you listen to an Arch Enemy song, we do not really have any true death metal riffs. Right. (laughs) You know, but people call us, you know, um, I just call it sped up, like heavy metal, basically with a... Right. We have growling vocals, very fast parts, very fast drumming. But if you really broke it down, if you picked up a guitar and started playing what we're playing, it, you'd say, well, actually, this, this could be uh, something of uh, a Darkin album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. It's right. that. It, It's really it's just very much, but it's very intense, you know. And I want that energy of thrash and death metal in there. Um, but uh, a lot of it's very, very melodic, highly melodic, and, and a lot of harmonies and stuff like that, you yeah. know.
1: Now, your brother. Last time I interviewed you, I think it was you and your brother. He's he's no longer with the the band again. He's been in in and out of the band numerous times. How's How's he doing? Is he is he doing okay? He's Are doing you, great. Yeah, yeah, he's living
0: in New York actually, and he's. Um, oh wow. He's in. Uh, he's been living there for a few years, and he's uh, he's coming out to the show in a couple of nights
1: uh, next week, I guess. Yeah. Okay. New yeah. York City. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Wednesday night in New York, yeah. Sunday in New Jersey. Yeah, the Webster yeah. or something. Yeah, Web- Webster Hall is it? Yeah, Webster- I think yeah, so. yeah. And you're at the Starland Ballroom in New Jersey. Anyways, yeah. it's always great catching up with you. And again, course, yeah. excellent, excellent set today. Well, thank uh, you very much. And uh, always looking forward to uh, new music by you guys. It sounds we're a little ways out from that though, but
0: uh, yeah, I'm, actually, I'm going into the studio to do an album with my Spiritual Beggars band in oh, September cool. actually. Cool. So I'm doing that in between, and you know I can't sit still. I got to keep going. Right. We have a, we have a six week break uh, from our Enemy touring. So I booked some studio time. <laughs> nice, nice. Something that keeps
1: me out of trouble. Right on. Cool. Thank you, Michael.
0: Nice. Cool. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Thank you.